0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mike the Gardener podcast, sponsored by those lovely people at Natural Grower, who supply plant-based products for both organic and chemical-free gardening and your houseplants. Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode two of the Mike the Gardener gardening podcast. As always, it's lovely to be here. Now, in today's episode, As I promised last week, I'm introducing a new featurette called The Slot from the Plot. Now, The Slot from the Plot follows my friends Ben and Otis as they set up and start a brand new allotment. Now, I studied horticulture about 100 years ago and I knew at the time that as much as I was really interested in it, I was probably going to concentrate more on my perennials and my ornamentals. And that's what I've done. I have done some Grow Your Own since I left college. However, I know many of you are allotmenteers or have places in your own garden to grow salad and vegetable crops and more. So this little feature will give us a great opportunity to see how the allotment is progressing, how they got started, how they prepared the soil, what produce is growing, issues and problems and how they've overcome them. And it'd be great if you have any questions you want to ask about Grow Your Own, then do drop me a line and I'll give you details at the end of the podcast. In this first episode Otis took me up to the allotment which I have to say overlooks the most beautiful countryside and explained how they got started and how it all came about. Today we're at Otis and Ben's allotment so why did you decide to get an allotment? The main reason is
1: my partner Ben's always loved growing veg when he lived at home. We moved away and we've only ever had small poster stamp gardens and obviously, we're too much into our normal herbaceous and shrubs, so we never had the space to do vegetables. And also, due to my um, mental health, really, um, I've always felt it might be a good way
0: of just getting out and escaping and achieving things, and like you know, growing your own and eating that kind of thing. So you've got a new garden at home, and your garden at home is, let's face it, it's quite high maintenance. It's looking stunning because we've just come from your garden. So how are you going to fit in? doing your garden at home your high maintenance garden at home and the allotment here and it's a brand new allotment a lot a lot of hours <laughs> <laughs> no, um,
1: i'm right well, at the moment because it was just bare grass we've um cleared it and um, prepared a couple bed, well two or three beds now actually and ordered a polytunnel you know a bit crazy doing it all a bit quickly unless i always do but um i the plan in the future is you know only have to come up for watering and stuff and a bit of weeding. not at the moment there's a lot of back-breaking
0: work so so how say so you've got the allotment how long did you have to wait for your allotment it wasn't too long really was it
1: well, i was on there for a list for a year we assigned put ourselves on a list um yeah a year ago and was it two three weeks ago i had a call from someone i thought oh, who's this calling <laughs> i picked up the phone and um they off- offered an allotment i, I had say oh, i'll call you back and five minutes and then I said, Alright, oh, let's just go for it. At, at present I thought actually I haven't got enough time to do an allotment but I thought <laughs>
0: if I don't say yes I'll never get one. <laughs> so what size is it for starters? So it was covered in grass, so it's a grass allotment at it well it was. What size? It's approximately uh four by eleven meter square. Well, rectangle. <laughs> okay. So what was first then? What was the first thing you needed to do? Um I just wanted to get sunk in the
1: ground so we could achieve something so we dug out about half the length of the plot border and just got a few fast crops and there's some salad crops some outside cucumbers and some peas at the moment
0: okay actually let's let's talk our way through then we'll we'll start at the top end so what have we got here we've got some um, hazel twigs here to support some Peas. peas. Oldman Peas.
1: They're a traditional variety, apparently,
0: so we're going to give it a go. <laughs> I'm a bit new to all this. So. Okay. And that's the thing, that's what's good, because you're new to it, and we're going to come and sort of like chat with you every so often to see how it's going. You are new to it. You've obviously done all the theory at college, when you were at college. Yeah, no,
1: I'm obviously I know how to do all that and got trained to do all the, you know, double digging, how you should crop rotate and everything like that, but when it's actually come to growing, them for myself, I've never really done it, I've done it for customers, but not on this scale really so yeah and then we've gone for a mixed salad crops here okay
0: so we've got the alderman peas we've got the mixed salad just in front of us now so you've got some nice lettuce That's there coming piece. up another row of peas there as well okay then coming we down from the peas we've got we've got two varieties of outside cucumbers one's called crystal lemon yeah and the other one let me run we're down. just running around to see what the other one is called now just coming around the top end of the plot down to see what the label is Um, I believe I've been
1: told it's a a very strong one it's called market more so they're on some metal supports here Um, Yep.
0: okay and then down from that we've got some more mixed salads what have we got here yeah, then just, mix salads. just mix salads i got given them <laughs> <laughs> okay now we've got a bit of a patch of ground where it doesn't look like anything's happening but clearly it is what have you got in here
1: um some late sown broad beans as a variety that we can put in later i've been told so
0: is that a sign of life there
1: I believe it is. Oh, there it is. We there is a
0: little green shoot coming might up. might have some in about <laughs> a year's time. <laughs> okay, so going down from the broad beans that have just been sown, we've got the beetroots. We've got clusters of beetroots. We're running round now to see the name of the beetroots. And they are... Pablo, is it? Pablo. Pablo. Beetroot <laughs> Pablo. And we put those in what? Um, two weeks ago. Sorry, sorry? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah, two so weeks they've two. already sort of like bulked up a little bit. Yeah,
1: no. Obviously, me
0: and Ben don't even like beetroot, so <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Sort of like, how have you decided what you're going to grow? Because as you've just said, you don't like beetroot. So I've always liked to be able to give things to other people
1: and let them enjoy it. I've I
2: like beetroot. Myself, I know you like beetroot. That's, what, <laughs> that's why That's why it's here, and that's why you've got a spade in a minute.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me about a spade. Right, moving on then really quickly. So we've got some sweet corn just at the bottom of the plot here, two tomatoes, and some parsley.
1: We have, yeah, that's correct. Okay.
0: So then you've got another little raised bed here on the right-hand side. What have you got in here? That is um, courgette zucchini.
1: So, um, yeah, I've probably overplanted with five plants, because they do go crazy,
0: but we shall...
1: See what, See what happens. happens. Do you like courgettes? I do. I like making zucchini-like pasta instead of using pasta. Maybe um it.
0: Okay. Oh, very nice indeed. And then you've got two wigwams. So what have you got growing up the wigwams I here? French beans on one of them. Say that again, Mr. Scadding. We lost you then. French beans on one of them there. Yep.
1: And then on the other one, we have a climbing courgette called Shooting Star.
0: Okay. So climbing courgette. I've seen those That's on garden as well.
1: Yellow one as well. So okay. A bit, bit different.
0: And then just down from the climbing courgettes we have got some potatoes
1: potatoes yeah obviously it's getting very a bit late now really but um being given some by a, a friend who has an allotment who had some spare um it's called balmoral
0: balmoral yeah, um,
1: yeah balmoral and what's
0: that one there let's have a quick look this one is called carolus so i'm sure some of you out there will know of that particular variety of potato, and then behind me another we've <laughs> bed. another bed, and in this bed we've got some lovely up, upright supporting um, runner beans. I haven't, I don't know the variety. I was given them, okay. But again, they're looking very healthy already. Then up from the runner beans, we've got more potatoes. We've
1: got some potatoes at the
0: far side, um, and then we
1: have here we have leeks. Here,
0: uh, we've got a leek poor bella a poor bella leek so
1: hopefully that's one of my favorite vegetables
0: hopefully they do well no my luck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and the thing that we were found with the leeks is you puddle those in so you put a hole yeah
1: don't firm them in yeah because yeah, i suppose they swell swell don't they, and they yeah. Need, yeah
0: and then they up
1: themselves down don't they yeah
0: up from the leeks we have a brassica cage and inside the brassica cage we have brussels sprouts <laughs> why are you laughing about the brussels sprouts because of your aroma around Christmas
1: because <laughs> <laughs> the amount of them I've seen you eat over the last few years
0: <laughs> I was actually referring to the fact that this is your second crop of brussels sprouts oh, not brussels. because of the smell at Christmas <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one the uh, first four, it's called um, fill a basket um, yes well originally I bought nine plants in the local nursery um, planted them out same with a lady on another plot just a couple of doors away and she, I said, when do you need to cover them? She said, well not just yet well anyway, hers the next day got eaten to the ground <laughs> I then thought I'd right, order a cage on Amazon very quickly the cage didn't arrive for a couple of days even though it was meant to and mine got eaten to the ground so now we have gone for
0: 19 Brussels sprouts and a cage <laughs> but they are looking, I have to say, very very healthy Brussels sprouts, so at Christmas we will all be smiling so at the far end (laughs) we're laughing because we know what will be happening at Christmas with brussels sprouts we don't need to (laughs) (laughs) so at the far end of the cage we've got a little bit of space and what's growing in that little bit of space there this is a butternut
1: squash um but I believe it needs to be moved quickly because I've only just put it in because the cage was a bit bigger than I thought yeah it's thing.
0: quite close to the cage isn't it so what well, you're just going to move it over a little bit. it's on the edge of the plot
1: yeah so i might might leave it in the area and just let it flop up onto the like a grass area on the other side of the board um because we got two beds on the allotment the top bottom and the top where we can't actually plant out even though we've cut out the beds because we have um running water um pipes running
0: through them yeah there's a bit of a bit of a noops there, but once the water pipes have been redirected, you'll be able to use that area. Yeah. So there's a lot going on already, but there's a space here now which is still covered with grass. So what's going to happen with this little space here? I can see you mean business because you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight or so bags of farmyard manure. so what's happening here?
1: Well, there's a Meccano set that you're going to be helping build over the next week or two, Michael.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I've just seen that, haven't I?
1: Yes, you have, yes. Um, it's where the polytunnel is going to go. It's a 6x10 just plastic, metal-framed um,
0: polytunnel. polytunnel. <laughs> so that's going to go in this place here. So you've got to take the grass off here. Yeah, you're going to take the grass off. We were going to dig it over and... Um, I think
1: before we put the tunnel over it, but then I didn't want to loosen the ground up too much to help you know anchor it down so it doesn't blow away because it's quite a windy site. So we're going to clear it, um, get the frame up, and then dig it kind of thing.
0: Okay, now looking at the farmyard manure, the areas that you've already cultivated and you're growing stuff in, have you incorporated anything into the soil already? Yes, I've been using the farmyard manure and also um,
1: chicken pellets. We have uh, double dug it so you take a trench out and you know, put a layer of the farmyard manure in or some chicken pellets, and then you keep going backwards and forwards. And then put the, what you're taking out at the beginning back in at the end, kind of thing.
0: So it's all been dug over, farmyard manure incorporated, and then you've started to put your crops in now so that's where the polytunnel is going to go right in front of us the grassed area to the right of that i can see you've got a compost bin but very interestingly on the top of the compost bin i can see a few more crops so what have we got on the top of the compost bin
1: on here we have strawberry cambridge freight favorite yeah that was very nice Given to me by Ben's dad because he ran out of space. So they're up high at the moment in case we have any other bouncy rabbits or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on top of the compost bin here. So they're, well, they were going to go in the new fruit cage area, but we can't put the other fruit cage up until this water pipe's been moved. So, yes.
0: Okay, and you've got some lupins here. Yeah,
1: we're going to um, put them on. They're in about, well, I don't know, just a bit smaller, nine centimetre at the moment. Grew them from seed. Um, it's just a mixed varieties. And then we're going to bring them on a bit more and then plant a row of them and have them as like cut flowers up here.
0: With oh, them. so a nice cut flower patch as
1: well. We will hopefully that, go concentrate on that next year, really. But the lupins, obviously, because they come back, can be grown on and put in or overwintered in the next size pots.
0: So you've had the plot now for how many weeks? About two and a half weeks. So from two and a half weeks, we've gone from a completely grassed, turfed over plot to already something that's quite productive you've got quite a lot going on you've got quite a lot to do still quite happy with it so far
1: I am very happy I think we just you know I've always been a bit of an impatient person as my parents would be able to tell you so um, that's why I just cracked on and got on with it otherwise I wouldn't have enjoyed doing it so it's my new new
0: place to escape when I've done the garden at home (laughs) and I have to say the, the the allotment here is lovely it's sort of on a slight hill but there's a hill opposite it's just lovely you've got the trees you've got some houses horses on the background isn't there? Horses. horses yeah because um, where this is Corf Mullen I think Corf Mullen has got the highest population of horses
1: yes they are renowned for it around here aren't they yeah and there's local stables that the allotment get all their manure from but at the moment we wouldn't be able to access it so we had to buy some in bags.
0: We've actually got a horse right behind the hedge doing funny noises so, so also we have we have got black beauty over just behind the hedge here <laughs> so have you enjoyed it so far what would you what would you say to those people who are maybe thinking about getting allotment what would you say i definitely d- take it one on but if you find it too daunting for the size
1: of it maybe you know you could go for the no dig method which i might be trying at the bottom of the plot and you know cover an area and just concentrate on half of it for the first year i've gone a bit bit in like a ball here, but um yeah i'd go for it
0: okay well what we're going to do is we're going to check back periodically with ben and otis to see how they're getting on with the allotment see how things are growing away see what's growing well perhaps look at some of the mistakes we've looked, we've talked about the brussels sprouts so that's the the first thing but it's a great learning opportunity so thank you for bringing me up here i suppose now you want me to get a spade i do want you to get a spade yeah and um yeah See you all soon. <laughs> Gosh, look at the time! I've really got to go now. I've got to watch some paint dry. <laughs> Told you that many times. <laughs> okay, we'll be back here soon. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye. Now, after we finished recording, I promised I would give Otis a hand, and I was walking through the allotments with a wheelbarrow full of turf and stumbled across another couple, Lynn and Peter, who've had their own allotment for three years. And so they're a little bit further down the line than Ben and Otis. And in this episode, I have a chat with them about their allotment and what they're growing. I've just wandered down the allotment from Otis's and I've bumped into Lynn and Peter. How long have you had your allotment, Lynn?
3: This is the third season.
0: And so why did you get an allotment? Why why did you choose to come up here?
3: Because we used to have an allotment where we used to live, but we had to move and these came up and we decided we'd have an allotment here.
0: Now looking around, you've got lots going on, so what are you growing here?
3: We're growing potatoes, runner beans, dwarf runner beans, uh, leeks, peas, bean, broad beans, potatoes. Garlic, onions, cauliflower, sprouts, cabbage, corn, pumpkins.
0: Just a little bit then.
3: Oh. Butternut squash. <laughs> <laughs> and I can keep going. <laughs> so who
0: taught you how to grow? Do you both do you both grow? Did you both know what to do?
3: I didn't
2: know. Um I still don't. I just do the donkey work. Well, I used to do the donkey work, I can't now, but uh so
0: you, you you do what you're told to do.
2: Basically, yes.
0: <laughs> but it's obviously working because you've got so much going on here. So Lynn, who taught you what to do?
3: My mum. Yeah. My mum was a she used to love her garden and our last allotment she um came used to come and help and I've taught off of her.
0: So when you first got it, was it covered in grass? Was yes. it? Yeah. So what did uh, you?
3: High. Really high. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: So, I'm assuming I might be wrong here. Did Peter? Did you cut off all the grass? You took off all the grass.
2: Uh, no, right, we all did. A team effort. We're both. Um, we're both disabled, okay. so we have to do things together. Right. It took us an awful long time to, to clear the plot yeah because we couldn't do very much at one time um but our son-in-law he lent us a rotavator from his mum so once we got the worst of it off we were then able to get him and our eldest grandson down and they they started rotavating for us until we managed to sort of get it as level it is as it is now right and then Lin came down and started putting the squares in
0: so did you put anything into the ground did you put any sort of muck into the ground or manure or anything
3: yeah, there's some um, horse manure, compost, f- feeds and chicken pellets. Yeah, yeah. chicken pellets. That I swear by them.
0: So that's just like your pelleted chicken manure. And so when do you put that in the ground?
3: Um, once it all starts coming up, that's when I start throwing that on.
0: Uh, well, I, I can't get over how much you've got here. It's all nicely laid out. So how much time do you spend up here, Lynn?
3: Nearly every day, from from about in the summer months, five o'clock in the morning until, well, what's the time now?
0: Well, I think I it must be coming up to six o'clock, yeah, half past six.
3: I don't intend going home yet.
0: And it's a glorious sunny day today, yeah. so yeah. it's okay on a glorious sunny day, but what about when it's not so nice? Are you still up here then?
3: Yeah, yeah I still come up
0: and so this time of year what are you doing on the plot at the moment then
3: um i'm still planting stuff up i still got stuff at home that i'm weathering so that i've taken out my big polytunnel put it in my little greenhouses which you leave up the doors up in the daytime but close it at night
0: wonderful it sounds you've got a real little production line going here and who does the cooking at home Oh, we need to go and speak. So what do you cook with all of this?
2: Oh, crikey. Um, stews in the wintertime. Stews, yeah. hot pots, roasts, um, anything we can use the veg on, really.
0: And do you, you find a use for all of it, or do you find yourself giving stuff away?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, we give stuff away. We never take more than we want off of the plot. Um, right. We're trying to get the Lotman Association to put, a ta- well, they have actually put a, a small unit down the bottom. So anybody who's got excess veg can put it down there and people can take it or you know somebody's passing like you mike say you were passing and we had a load of extra spuds you know you know we'd we'd ask you
0: that's a really good idea so nothing's going to go to waste here it's either taken home and put into a stew or a hot pot or if it's free stuff well it's lovely to chat to you both.
3: Yeah, and, you. and you. And you. I will come up
0: again because oh, I'm yeah, going to come up periodically because <laughs> it's going to be a little feature on my podcast slot from the plot. Yeah. So I shall come and see how it's all going yeah. and come and say hello to you both. So thank you very much both of you. Oh, That's yeah. Lynn yeah. and Pete. Well,
3: thank you very much. You're welcome. It's nice to talk to somebody
0: who's interested in as yeah. well. Well, I yeah. I haven't got an allotment, but I'm a professional gardener um love gardening i've got i do my ornamentals my flowers and stuff so it's been lovely to chat to you both yeah, And I'll...
3: i like doing my flowers i've got some marigolds at the moment
0: <laughs> so is that companion planting do you use those to keep aphids off you just like marigolds no,
3: no. but i've got some other flowers down there but i don't know what they're called
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well lovely to speak to you both and i'll speak okay. to you again very yeah. soon yeah please do Well, I have to say it was lovely going up to the allotment and chatting with Otis and with Lynn and Peter. I don't know what it was. It was a beautiful day and it just seemed like we were escaping from the world. This little bubble of allotmenteering was wonderful. Now, as I said earlier, maybe growing your own isn't the big thing for me, but I have to admit to being quite excited about seeing it all coming together and looking at all the plants starting to grow away. I'll be heading back periodically to the plot to see what else is happening and to get regular updates from Otis, and maybe Ben occasionally, and some of the other allotmenteers up there. You can see pictures of Otis and Ben's allotment by heading to my Instagram account, Mike underscore the Gardener, and that's Mike with an M-I-K-E. And I'll also post a link to those pictures in the show notes. And if you do have your own allotment, or you're growing your own, why not drop me a line to say hello and let me know what you're growing, how it's going, or any problems or issues you have, and more importantly, how you've overcome them. It would be lovely to hear from you. Now, you can contact me at the show's email address mike the gardener zero one at gmail.com and that's mike with an m-i-c or you can follow me on instagram where you'll find me as mike underscore the gardener and that's mike m-i-k-e and the gardener as one word now, I'm fairly active on Instagram, so you can join me on one of my regular weekly Sunday strolls, as I call it, from 10 a.m. British Summer Time uh, For about an hour, I wander around the garden, chat to everybody and show off what's actually flowering in the garden, what jobs I'm doing. And I try and answer as many of your gardening questions as I possibly can. And it's a lovely community of gardeners who join me each Sunday. So, do come along and join in the gardening fun. So, that's over on Instagram. And you can also message me on Instagram if you have any gardening or plant related problems. As always, please don't forget to follow and subscribe as there's plenty more to come. And if you're able to leave a review with your preferred podcast provider, that would be amazing. Now, I'm heading out into the garden as there's loads to be done out there. So I will see you next week with more gardening podcast entertainment and fun. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.